0: Well, friends, I want to greet you all once again in the name of our risen Lord. It is wonderful to be with you on this most beautiful and most holy of nights of the year. A night I imagine that many of us have been looking forward to for some time, but a night that perhaps not all of us are fully prepared for. Some of us may go home from this very service tonight, in fact, and continue trying to make ourselves ready. Many will still have gifts to wrap. Some may still be preparing their homes for guests and making your house ready so that tomorrow morning can be as easy and as celebratory a morning as can possibly be. Getting as much of that setting up, as much of that cooking done today so that you don't have to do it tomorrow And there may even be a few of you, a few of us, truth be told, that may still be up very late in the night tonight to try to sneak in one or two last gift purchases. And if that's you, I imagine you'll be thinking of things like like concert tickets and sporting events, memory-making outings and destinations because the stores are closed, my friends. (laughs) And if you've waited that long, then well, it says a lot about how ready you are this year. And as we move ahead tonight into what's supposed to be a joy-filled celebration of our Savior's birth, of, of all that this world has been waiting for, of the very arrival of God in our midst. You know, that theme of preparation and of making ready has been the theme that I've been Having us focus on through the season of Advent this year through the lens of a hymn that you may or may not know called People Look East that we sing or that we will sing uh, in just a few moments here. And what I like so much about this little hymn, if you've, if you've been following this series or even if you haven't, is that unlike so many of the hymns that we sing through Advent that just remind us in plain language that it's time again to make ready. This one, this one makes an appeal to our imagination. It makes an appeal to our imagination because what, after all, does it really get, does it really mean to get ready for something like what we come here this night to celebrate? The first stanza of that hymn told us that we could imagine it as if there was a guest that was coming our way from some far off place and that With that visual in our heads, preparing could be something like setting our dinner table or making room to visit and share life around our fireplaces. Not literally, of course, because this guest isn't going to hop on a plane, but, but spiritually, somehow we arrange our hearts anew, maybe so that, so that we could be ready to welcome and, and host this guest when they come. And then it was a rose there in the second verse that we were told to make ourselves ready for. But how do you prepare for a rose? It's partly about caring and tending for the soil, of course, and as the hymn has it, it's about being somehow willing to to yield something from ourselves that gives nutrients and that brings to life this, this seed that we care for as if we ourselves were the soil but it's also in part about making our eyes ready, I think. Our eyes ready to to be able to see and appreciate the beauty of that rose once it springs into bloom. How often do we pass beauty by just because we're not prepared to take it in and appreciate it for what it is? And how how might that thought, that image, prime our hearts to prepare us for what is coming? And then just this past week, we were given a picture together of a starry night as a metaphor of preparing with its mysterious and instilling just juxtaposition between light and darkness with all of the scope and all the majesty of that vast space, putting in front of our eyes something so huge and so unknown that we find ourselves drawn to awe, and to wonder. How might wonder? How might wonder? How might the recognition that there is so much that's bigger than us, so much that's unknown, ready us to receive God's new light and just the right Spirit? Friends, I am personally someone who needs images and metaphors like this to, to ponder and to to think with and to prepare with Because you know, we as human beings, we have our limits, don't we? And in the face of something that is so far beyond our grasp and understanding, we find ourselves needing something to grab onto and to walk with for a while. But here tonight, as we'll hear in just a few moments, here tonight in the final hymn of this stanza, it it turns us loose from images and from metaphors. He puts us face to face with the real thing. The Lord is on the way, it says. And how, I wonder, has all that has come before this prepared us to hear that proclamation with new and different ears and to gaze on it with enlivened and wizened eyes. God in Christ has entered our very lives dawned our own creatureliness, come to redeem, come to renew, come to show us the way. and in tonight's reading from the Gospel of Luke it puts that scene before us with a a kind of care and a kind of exactitude that almost it's almost as if he he wanted to replicate a picture of his own so that the world could just gaze on its mystery for generations and generations to come. It happened. Like this, he says, when big things were, were happening in the world around in the, in some obscure corner of the world, these two young parents to be who were just traveling home to be registered in a census. In that time and place, the world witnessed something profound, something beautiful, something mysterious, something that we're still taking in and trying to understand. And the shepherds came to witness it as well. And there were majestic and strange occurrences taking place, Luke says. But who, who has been made ready to see with the eyes of faith what is really going on here in this scene? There is good news for us tonight, people of God. The Lord has come and yet is on the way. And as I think back on this hymn that we've been preparing with, what it's asking us to do is to greet with joy and to welcome it, as if in our home, to open ourselves in our hearts and to gaze on the beauty of it, as if we were trying to get to the bottom of the mystery of some some beauty that captures our curiosity and gives, gives us the. The motivation to, to unpack and to take apart its, its many layers. Study it. To examine it, yes. To ask our questions and bring our curiosities to it and to give ourselves room to work things out in its presence, but most importantly, with a heart of wonder and awe that wants to receive and be filled and hold ourselves open to the vastness of what still lies beyond us and to receive what we receive as a grace. Are you prepared this year for that sort of reception of Christ at Christmas? The Lord has come. Joy to the world. Let the whole earth receive its King. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Let's pray together. God, we do thank you for the joy and for the mystery of this night. We pray, O oh God, that we might be able to hold ourselves before that mystery open, in awe, keen to see beauty and to take it in as a gift. Lord, we thank you for the many ways that you show up in our lives every day and the many ways that you Shower this world with your love and with your beauty. Train our hearts tonight to to be ready to see it. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.